Good morning and welcome to On Fire Radio, brought to you by Catskill Mountain Christian Center, a full gospel family church and Christian academy located at 629 Main Street in beautiful Margaretville, New York. What a great day to go to church. If you don't have a church, come on over to Catskill Mountain Christian Center. We would love for you to be our guest this morning. That's Catskill Mountain Christian Center this morning at 10 o'clock. If you'd like more information about On Fire Radio or Catskill Mountain Christian Center, give us a call at 845-586-4848. I'm Renard Bartow, and I'd like to invite you to join us for the next 30 minutes as we bring you On Fire Radio. Now let's go to Pastor Bob Engelhart with today's message. But this morning, the sun who I'm going to introduce you to this morning, is Paul. And many of you know Paul, some of you don't. But Paul is an Iraq war vet, and he began a platform uh, on TikTok. And it's specifically uh, aimed at combat veterans. That's what Paul saw a lot of the kind of doom that you hear of in war. Um, he was, I guess I'm probably bragging a little bit, but he has, you know, has received medals from the military for his uh, work over in Baghdad and um, has come home and has started this TikTok ministry called Be The Ox. One of his TikTok Things. He's got about 17,000 followers on his TikTok platform. And this particular clip got 70,000 views on it. So I'm talking about a gentleman with, he's, he's also a working man, father, husband, working man. Um, but this is a thing he does because he has a passion for his brothers who were... Um, brothers and sisters who saw combat and war and all that kind of thing. So that's, you can look it up, Be The Ox on TikTok. So I'd like to introduce my son, Paul Engelhart, and uh, he has a word for us this morning. Yo, 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 Merry Christmas. Been waiting all morning to say that. Thank you, Jesus. Father God, in the name of Jesus, not my will, but yours be done, O Lord. Not my will, but yours be done. Praise you, Almighty God. Love you with all of my heart, sir. Thank you for this time, Lord Jesus. I'm going to start out in 2 Kings 4. A certain woman of the wives of the sons of of the prophets cried out to Elisha, saying, Your servant, my husband, is dead. Um, and you know that your servant feared the Lord, and the creator is coming, or the creator, yeah, the creditor is coming to take my two 
sons to be his slaves. So Elijah said to her, what shall I do for you? Tell me, what do you have in the house? She said, your maidservant has nothing in the house but a jar of oil. Then he said, go borrow vessels from everywhere, from all your neighbors, empty vessels. Do not gather just a few. And when you have come in, you shut the door with your sons, then pour it into all those vessels and set aside the full ones. So she went from him, shut the door behind her and her sons, who brought the vessels to her, and she poured it in. She poured it out. Now it came to pass, when the vessels were full, she said to her son, bring me another vessel. And he said to her, there is not another vessel. So the oil ceased. I miss being here a lot. This is home. This is where I get to hang out with my people. Kobe, it's good to see you. Um, a couple years ago, four years ago, maybe five years ago, uh, maybe longer than that, me and my mom are talking, and uh, we're talking about something very, very serious. And my mom says, <laughs> my mom says, I have to call Raul, I have to tell him. I say, you have to call Raul. And uh, she said, yeah, yeah, he's, he's the real deal. He's like a real prayer. I, there was this crazy jealousy that burst up inside of me. It was an unbelievable jealousy. It was my first reaction jealousy that burst up inside me because Raul is talking to my Jesus. Now, I'm all about that. Like, everybody needs to talk to Jesus and God. Like, that's normal. That's what we're supposed to do. But it was such a healthy jealousy inside of me. I'm like, he's talking to my Jesus? I have to talk to my Jesus more. How, how long, you know, I didn't ask these questions, but I'm wondering to myself, I wonder how long he's putting in. Is he putting in an hour a day? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to knock out two. I'll throw my cards on the table, take that, you know? Like, I have to beat him in prayer. It's a good, healthy jealousy. It's not a coveting jealousy. I don't want what he has. You know what I mean? I don't want what, what Raul has. I want what God has for me. I don't want what God has for him. That's for him. That's not for me. That's jealous. I'm jealous. I want to know him more. It's not, it's not, I, I see a picture of me and Raul and we're running like little kids laughing. <laughs> like we're running a race, and I want to beat him. We're best friends, me and Raul, but I want to beat him in the... Beat him in the race, you know what I mean? In the race, I, I, I don't want to beat him, but it's the fun, you know? It's the, it's the excitement, it's the joy of, of loving Jesus together as a family because that's what it's supposed to be like. It's good, to be, it's good to be jealous for Jesus. If my God is a jealous God, then I could be jealous for him. If he's jealous for me, then I could be jealous for him. All right, we're going to turn to Matthew 25 here. Matthew 25. 
the kingdom of heaven shall be likened to ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Now five of them were wise and five were foolish. Those who were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. But while the bridegroom was delayed, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight, a cry was heard, Behold, the bridegroom is coming. Go out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise answered, saying, No, lest there should not be enough for us and you. But go rather to those who sell and buy for yourselves. <laughs> That's not Christian-like. That's not, that's not Christian-like. We're not supposed to say no. Let me, let me jump around here for a minute. This is good. Wait a second. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> I don't know where the scripture is. I don't know where it is. But <laughs> listen, listen. Jesus said, if somebody sues you for your coat, give them your cloak also. If somebody asks you to go with him one mile, go with him two miles. He says, give. If somebody wants you to borrow money, don't hold back from that guy that wants to borrow money from you. He t- Jesus says, give. Jesus said it, dude, not me. Don't get all upset. But when it was time for, for the virgins to give up their oil, it didn't happen. They were like... At, uh, Imagine all the, the you have these the, you have these people and they all look alike. They're Christians. They all have lamps. They all have they have lanterns. It literally says here, um, the and and the foolish said to the wise, "Give us some of your oil for for our lamps are going out." So they have lamps. They all all ten of them have lamps. They're all lit and they all have oil in them. Thank you, Jesus. Give me wisdom, Father God. There are a people that are among us, they all look the same. They all dress the same. They all act the same. They all walk the same. They all talk the same. I used to say, I say every once in a while, I say, if he walks like a duck and he talks like a duck and he looks like a duck, he's probably a duck. So if I see a Christian, man or woman, and I say if he, if he walks like a Christian and talks like a Christian... If he's looking like a Christian, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to say this guy's probably a Christian, unless, you know, uh, um, innocent until proven guilty, right? I think all of these ten virgins, I don't know, but I think they were all good. They were virgins, that's good. There's, you know, they, they, they all had oil in their lamp because they, even the foolish ones, their oil was going out. So I see these, these people... That, 
that have these lamps. They're all, they're all beautiful. They're all in the right place at the right time. They're waiting for the bridegroom. The only problem is there's extra vessels of oil, vessels, plural, of oil that the wise ones brought. That's super interesting. Thank you, Jesus. So we come to church, and we get filled with oil. Whether you like it or not, I read this scripture. And the, and the Bible says, faith comes by hearing, and hearing of the word of God. So you were just supernaturally infused with faith or infused with oil. There was a little bit of oil. In your canister of oil, there's a little bit. It started filling up like that while you were sitting here in church today. And when you go through the week, hold on a second. Spill all over the place. When you go through the week, it's, your oil is going to do-do-do, do-do-do. It's going to start going down because you got the flame lit. This is a dark world out there. I walk out those doors, it's dark out there. And you got the flame lit, so your oil's going to start going down. So come Saturday, you're just about bone dry. I got to get my backside in church on Sunday. I have to be fed the Word of God. I have to praise and worship. I need the glory of the Most High God to fall down on me and that oil to be filled up again a problem. But the wise answered, saying, no, lest there should not be enough for us and you, but go rather to those who sell and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went in with him to the wedding, and the door was shut. Afterwards, the other virgins came also saying, Lord, Lord, open, the, open to us. But he answered and said, Assuredly, I say to you, I do not know you. Watch, therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour in which the Son of Man is coming. If that doesn't make your knees shake, I don't know what does. The only way to continue to get extra vessels of oil, listen, you could have your lamp filled all day. You could have your lamp filled. Lamp filled is a good thing. You have to come to Sunday. You have to come to church. You have to get infused with the glory of God to have that lamp filled. But now you need to go home and you need to read the Word of God, and you need to pray, because it's the only stinking thing that's going to continue to fill your vessels, those spares you got in the back. So she went from him and shut the door behind her and her sons, who brought the vessel to her, and she poured it out. Now it came to pass when the vessels were filled that she said to her sons, bring me another vessel. And he said to her, there is not another vessel. So the oil ceased. Then she came and told the man of God. And he said, go, sell the oil, pay your debt, and you and your sons live on the rest. That oil is going to be our life's blood. We are going to be able to live after our debts are paid. 
after the end of the world just came and were like, listen, I, maybe I'm the only person on earth that didn't pay my car bill and had to hide it behind my house, take the car, drive behind my house, hide it up so the guy doesn't come and take it away. Maybe I'm the only guy that's ever done that. <laughs> but it really stinks when the debtor comes to collect the debt. When the debtor comes to, like, to collect the debt, you just feel like rolling over and dying. I, I don't want to even live anymore. It's, it's, it's the most embarrassing thing in the world. I, 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 am, I am who I am. I've got a family to take care of. I've got, I've got, I've got mouths to feed, and this guy's sucker is coming and taking everything I got because I owe him money because I was probably a knucklehead. But prayer is, is, is the most the most intimate important it's probably one of one of the most important it's the most important essence of christianity how could you consider yourself a christian if you're not praying if you don't have a relationship with the creator of heaven and earth if you're not down on your knees saying oh father god i messed up again i did a knucklehead thing or going to him and saying, hey, I just want you to know that I love you, and I know I've been really nasty, and I don't know, I, I really don't feel like talking to you or anything, but it's just been rough lately. I don't know about you. I do that. I do it all the time. Thank you, Jesus. Praise your holy name, Father God. Prayer is important. Prayer can make your debts go away. Not only did that prayer did that oil pay their debts? But they, her and her sons also lived the rest of their lives on it. Thank you, Jesus. Let me go to Matthew 13, 5.13 here. You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? It is then good for nothing to be, but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. You are the light of the world, a city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. You have to understand, there's oil in the lamp, and the thing that makes your light shine is not that you dress really nice or not that you look really good or not that you speak really well. The thing that makes you smell good, the thing that separates you from everybody else is, is the oil that's in the lamp that you continue to pour out when you pray at night. When you, when you go in and shut your door and pray in your secret place where nobody can hear you and nobody can see you, I am like the world's biggest knucklehead because I don't deserve what I have. And I'm like super blessed. I'm like ultra blessed. Have you seen my kids? They're gorgeous. I am really blessed dude, but it's... But it, the only reason I'm blessed is because uh, Jesus says, if you pray in secret, God who sees in secret will reward you openly. So you don't actually have to see me working because I'm going to go in here 
and I'm going to open the door, and I'm going to close it behind me. I'm going to make sure nobody can hear me or nobody can see me. Nobody has any idea what I'm doing, and I'm going down. Oh, God, I don't know what I'm doing here on earth. Uh, that's called reality, my friends. If you haven't cried out to God in a while, you've got to give it a shot, man. It's good times. <sighs> I feel like a little kid, you know what I mean? Like a little kid. Like, I'm a grown man. I am not supposed to feel like a little kid. When it comes to Abba Daddy, our Abba Father who art in heaven, I feel like just a tiny little knucklehead little boy. I don't know. I did it again. But you just did it. I want to say, I did it again 14 days in a row. I mean, how can you do that? I can. Horrible. Thank you, Jesus. Where was I? You can be the light of the world when you have oil in the lamp. Flavorless salt and an oilless lamp. This is good. Flavorless salt and an oilless lamp are both perfect for nothing. They're absolutely perfect for nothing. Flavorless salt and an oilless lamp. But you have to understand, being the salt of the earth, <laughs> being the salt of the earth is sometimes a little strong for some people. Being the salt of the earth is sometimes, I hear some people sometimes say, ah, oh, they're, they're the salt of the earth type of people. But I ain't going to mingle with them <laughs> because they're a little strong. You know what I mean? I don't want to go mingle with those salt of the earth people because they're, they're a little rough around the edges. But they're the salt of the earth. You know what I mean? Uh, but I like those people. Those are my people. Those are the people I mingle with. <laughs> because salt is strong. Salt makes flavor. I love culture. I love, I love Hispanic culture. I love European culture. I love African culture. I've been able to go to a lot of these different countries and enjoy their cultures. It's been a great time enjoying other people's culture, but that's the different salt and that taste of a Christian man or a Christian woman that it, it, it literally brings out the flavor of Jesus. It's no different than that oil getting so hot that it's going to burn your hand if you're going to get too close. If you're, if, you're a fiery, if you're a fiery man or woman of God, you get too close to me, I might burn you. I could burn you. I've hurt a lot of people's feelings telling them that, that Jesus loves them. Right? They hate it. And I, I'm like, listen, man, Jesus, Jesus was an honest guy. What do you want me to do? I love you with all my heart, but you're doing wrong. I, I don't know why. I, I couldn't get away from this, and I really tried to get away from saying this, but it kept coming back and knocking on my heart. So, so let, me, let me just let me go to the Scripture verse, because I, I don't know why, but I think it's really important. Proverbs 13, 12 says, Hope deferred makes the heart sick. I, I, hope deferred is like hope kept from you. That's what it means. It's, it's, it's hope. Hope is a funny thing because once you grab, grab a little taste of hope, it, like, it, can, it, it, it can make you soar like an eagle. 
just a little, little hint of hope. I, I always said that I like to infuse hope into people that, are, that are literally seem hopeless. That's kind of my job on my Be The Ox page, is I try and just infuse just a little bit of hope into somebody, into anybody, because they are at a hopeless point. And I don't know if you know about the suicide rates, and I'm not gonna really get into it. In the, in the, in the military and in veteran world are worse than they've ever been ever before right now. And, and when, you, when you can infuse a, just a smidge of hope into somebody, they could last another day. They could last another week. They could last another month. A smidge of hope can change somebody's life. That's what our job is as Christian men and women of God with oil in our tanks is to give hope and to show people the light of Jesus Christ. Just a little bit of hope goes so far. Thank you, Jesus. There are people that despise me saying, you have to pray or you're going to run out of oil. I want you to know there are a lot of people that, that despise that I say. They just think, oh, I prayed the prayer and now I'm going to heaven. Good luck, bud. I hate to tell you, good luck, bud. Read the Bible a little bit. Well, nope, I read this guy and this guy said, I don't care what the guy said. This is the book. Okay, so where was I? Hope deferred makes the heart sick. But there, there's more to the scripture verse. But when the desire comes, it is a tree of life. When that little piece of hope hits you, that tree booms in front of you. You could literally take on the entire world with a smidgen of hope, with a tiny little smidgen of hope. My dad probably kept me on my chain, on a good chain, with just a smidgen of hope with just a little bit of hope, because God will do miracles in your life. The things that God can do in your life. I, I've, been, I've been hearing a lot of stories lately about a lot of people that were up there in age, and they hung on to hope and miracles happened. Unbelievable. When people, when people are young and they get everything that they want, they usually lose it really quick. But when they're, when they're older, when they have a little bit of wisdom underneath their feet, man, they take off like you've never seen before in your life. Thank you, Jesus. So, and not forsaking the assembly of the saints. 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 Because in a multitude of people is the honor of my Savior, Jesus Christ. Of my Savior, Jesus Christ. In a multitude of people is the honor of my Savior, Jesus Christ. And I'm not messing around. And you could live your life. And you could do whatever you want to do. But through hell or high water, I'm going to come to church. And I'm going to stand with the crowd of people. I don't care what you say. I don't care what you say. I'm going to stand with the crowd of people. So, Father God, in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, I pray that you bless my mom and dad, that you bless this church on this hill. Lord God, that your glory has been on for the past 31 years 
that you have been faithful and just, and that your word is a true word. Lord Jesus, Father God, in the name of, in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, I pray blessings over this house. I, I declare and I command blessings over this house that the windows of heaven will be opened and that your glory will shine through in your holy name. Father God, I pray for everyone here right now that they would have a great and an awesome New Year's and that they would get on their hands and knees and that they would pray to you and that they would seek your face. And Father God, that you would give them a word in this crazy world that we live in, that you would give them a word just for them, a special one, just for them. As your glory comes, Father God, here we are. We're st there's still a people on this mountain that are standing for you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. We pray that God has used this message to minister to you. If you would like to help financially support the work of Catholic Mountain Christian Center, you can go to our website and give at www.cmcconline.org. There you'll find options how to give online safely and securely. And to find out more about Catskill Mountain Christian Center, you can follow us on all of our social media platforms. You can follow the handle at CMCC Church at Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also head over to our website at www.cmcconline.org. And on behalf of Pastor Bob Englehart and everyone here at Catskill Mountain Christian Center, this is Jake Johnson signing off. God bless. And thank you for joining us this morning.